This podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to From Crime to Crime. From the dough you might know. I was just going to ask you, like, do I do I need to change that? Like, Yeah, we changed it last episode. Do you know the dough you might know? Welcome back. <laughs> we'll have to work Just on say it. welcome back. All right, welcome back. <laughs> so in this dough you might know episode. You don't even want to ask me how I'm doing? Oh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm fine. Nobody cares. Let's get into this. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> so I just skipped it. Okay. So in this Do You Might Know episode, we're going to Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, I don't think I've ever been there before. I don't even think our podcast has ever been to Alabama. I don't think we've ever done an Alabama case. What What year was this again? Have we said the year yet? 2004. So Paint Me a Birmingham by Tracy Bird, number one song. No, but that would have been so awesome. That would have been really cool. I think it was like 94 it came out anyway, but- It was Tracy Lawrence, not Tracy Bird. Um, just tell me. I, 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 oh, I did get the last one right. So 2004- It's a woman. It's a woman. Gretchen Wilson. It is Gretchen Wilson. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No way. Yeah. yeah. Redneck woman. Dude, I'm getting so good at this. I know you really are. Or you're Googling it. I don't How know. How would I, I Google tell. this? I know. It seems not likely. Number one, it's not likely because I wouldn't do it. And number two, <laughs> it's not likely because I don't care enough to do it. So, right. So, oh man, I'm two for two. I'm going to start guessing every time and I'm going to start getting them right. All right. Birmingham, Alabama, June 2004. So sticky, yucky, hot feels like probably lightning bugs everywhere probably never been there but it seems like it might be hot i agree yeah yeah and there's an exterminator named lance who is doing work on a house that's getting ready to go on the market does he lance the pests (laughs) yeah he's an exterminator but get it so his name's lance and a lance is yes okay just making sure got it so him and his 14 year old son spencer were working on a house on third avenue in Birmingham. Okay. It's June, so Spencer's probably out of school for the summer, so he's working with his dad. I don't know. Seems right. Works for me, yeah. So this house had been vacant for a little bit, but it was owned by a couple whose names are Jim and Barbara, and they were getting ready to put it on the market, I guess. So they wanted stuff cleaned up a little bit, and obviously pests exterminated and stuff. Sure. Bed bugs, probably. Yeah. Don't fucking mention bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking set me off. Okay. <laughs> So Lance and Spencer are exterminating and cleaning out the crawl space under the house. Lance goes to throw away a few large boards from like in front of this crawl space. And then he picks up something that he thought was a piece of plastic to throw away. And turns out it was a human skull. Oh, not ideal at all. <laughs> God, what a nope. like, oh, this shouldn't be a big deal. And then all of a sudden, this is a massive deal. He kind of was trying to shield his son from it, and he told his son to call 911, but was, like, screaming. So they call 911, they report it to the police, and when the police arrive, they find out that the rest of the remains are in this crawl space under the house. Oh. Yeah. Really? Skeletal remains. So they'd been there a minute. Just hanging out? Yeah, and the house had only been vacant for, like, a month and a half. According to, like, the only article that I could find on this from a local newspaper, it was written by a lady named Amy Bartner. It was written at the time the body was found. So at that time, they said the property had only been vacant like a month and a half. That's not long enough for a body to die, decompose, and just be skeletal remains. Nope. And the owners had lived there until 2001. They lived there from 1984 until 2001. And But then it says that it was only vacant for a month and a half. So maybe they had renters in there after they had moved out. 
Yeah, maybe. Was family staying there, maybe? Maybe they had like a family member who needed a place to stay? I don't know. But all I know is that Jim and Barbara had lived there from 84 to 2001. So obviously somebody else lived there for the other three years. And Jim and Barbara also admitted to putting those boards, the long boards that Lance had thrown away, in front of the opening to the crawl space before they moved. But they didn't know there was a body in there. They did not discover a body in there. I get. I mean, I don't know. That's pretty weird stuff, right? To, like, put boards in front of a crawl space. Like, that's kind of weird, right? I don't know. I mean, if you're trying to keep critters out, maybe not. Like, maybe they had a problem with squirrels or rats or something. God. I... They said before they had put those boards over the openings, it was open to the outside. So, like, somebody didn't have to get into their house to put this body under their house. Because from some of the reports, it says the body was found in the basement, but it was open to the outside. Okay, that makes sense. I think that was kind of the point in that article about those boards is that, yes, they put those boards there. They did not know there was a body in there or there might not have been a body. We don't know, but they didn't know either way. And they put those boards to cover the opening. But after the examination of the remains, it was determined that they belonged to a male who was probably about five foot ten estimated based on the length of the bones. Okay. And likely pre-30, but adult, so 17 to 30. That's not that big of a gap. No, it's very young. <clears throat> it's young, and it's only like a 15-year gap, you know, 12-year gap, 13-year yeah. gap. I don't do math. But they said that the PMI, the post-mortem interval, Thank you. was at least nine years. So 1995 what? or earlier. They think this person died that far ago or <laughs> that long ago? Yeah. And they're just 1995 finding... okay. or earlier. Okay. And those people lived there from 84 to 2001, but they didn't find the body. Well, because they probably put it there, right? Uh, unless it was put there before 84. But they don't think it's been there that long. So, uh, okay. So these people put Oh, yeah. That... They, they, it might... It might be there that long. It's just been at least nine years. Oh. 1995 or earlier, it could have been there. Okay, so nine more years before that? That body could have been there the entire time they owned that house and lived there. Don't you think if it had, they would have been like, hey, this is longer than nine years? Like, that that doesn't seem to add up. They did say that. They said it couldn't have been put there any newer than nine. It had to be at least nine years. It could have been 20 years or 30 years, but it had to be at least nine years. Is that as far back as they can tell by bones? Is how That's not how old they can tell bones. No, that doesn't make sense in my... That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I don't know what gave them the nine year, maybe based on the other stuff they find with him, like the deterioration of his clothing and stuff. Maybe that's how they determined maybe. how many years, but but they said at least nine. He had a no fear shirt on and they were like, oh, probably like 95 for sure. Yeah. yeah. So they can't estimate weight or race, which I'm not sure why they can't estimate race because they have the skull. So that's kind of interesting. But no weight. And it says that one or both hands are missing. Um, One or both? Uh, yeah. Well, on NamUs, they only have options for complete or near complete skeleton or partial. Like, they only have certain options. And one of the options is one or both hands missing. And oh. that's what's checked on his profile. All right. That makes Which more means sense. that it wasn't a full set of skeletal remains. Like, obviously, a couple pieces were missing, which honestly could have been animal predation. predation. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. So what was found with John Doe was pretty interesting, though. Nothing really super identifiable unless you knew him, like you might recognize his clothing. But the remnants of a shirt were found. Like, it was super deteriorated. 
but they could tell it was a shirt. And the waistband of a pair of pants with the pockets still attached, but the rest of the pants had, like, deteriorated off. Oh, so there were shorts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, it was a waistband <laughs> with pockets. So Daisy Dukes. <laughs> nice. But the pockets were empty. From what they could, what was left of the pants, what they could tell, and what it looks like on the pictures on NamUs, because you could look at pictures of the clothing on NamUs. They were gray and white checkered pants. That is pretty 90s. I feel like that's older than 90s. Really? Like, I guess I'm no? thinking like big checkers. They're probably smaller ones, huh? Yeah, they were smaller ones. I don't know. It's interesting. He also had black socks with red and white stitched stripes on them. They almost looked like black argyle socks, but the stripes were like red and white and they were stitches, not like stripes. I remember the first time I bought a pair of Argyle socks, I thought I was so professional. I don't remember what my job was, but I was like, man, look at me moving on up. He also had a couple. <laughs> that's funny. He also had <laughs> a couple you. pieces of jewelry. He had what they described as a yellow chain necklace. But when you look at pictures, it looks like a gold chain. But obviously it wasn't real gold because they call it yellow chain necklace, not gold. <laughs> not even yellow gold? No, just says yellow <laughs> chain necklace. He had a mustard necklace on. He also had a pretty interesting watch. It was a Swiss brand watch with a Coca-Cola face. Like for employee, employees only kind of a thing? I don't know. I've tried to narrow down this watch because it's pretty identifiable. I mean, it's the face is still perfectly like you could read Coca-Cola. It's red and it says that it's a Coca-Cola watch with a plastic band. And from what I've read online, Coca-Cola makes watches. You could buy watches today. Apparently, Coca-Cola stuff is like collectible. Dude, super big time. People go nuts yeah. for Coca-Cola stuff. Like, and they don't have no affiliation. They're just like, I love Coca-Cola. Like, it doesn't even have heroin or Coke in it anymore. What the fuck do you love Coca-Cola so much I for? know. It's, it's interesting. So, from what I found online, this particular model of this watch, the only description I can find, I can find pictures of it all over the internet. Pinterest, eBay, everywhere. But everything just describes it as an 80s vintage collectible Coca-Cola watch. It doesn't specifically say like a 1983 or a 1986, you know. Yeah. Which doesn't really narrow it down anyway, because even if it was an 83 or an 86, he could have had it for 10 years. You know, it's not, there's nothing to say that it was brand new. True. But to me, just his clothing and that watch seems way more 80s than 90s. Like, it just seems to me like a plastic Coca-Cola watch wouldn't be something that you would wear for more than like a couple of years, right? Like, it, you would either yeah. get over it or it would break or, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Being that it's an 80s vintage watch, like maybe he was down there for a lot longer than the previous owners owned that house for. Yeah. So I do have an email into Swiss and to Coca-Cola to try to get <laughs> <laughs> like a more narrowed down timeline of when this particular version of Coca-Cola watch was made. No or manufactured. Way. No, you don't. Yeah. So far, no response, but I'll let you know if I hear back. Oh, my God. Only you. A hundred percent only you. Well, I don't know any like Coca-Cola watch collectors that I could be like, hey, what year was this watch? Like, all I could think of was to email Swiss and email Coke. And both of them are like, do you want a $5 gift card for whatever you're mad about? I'm like, I'm not mad about anything. Read my email. <laughs> Did they both send you a gift card? No, they both like sent like a, it was like a robot response. Like, thank you for your comments and concerns. Like, they just assumed it was like a, a, a bad email, you know? Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, we'll get to it when, when we get to it. Honestly, yeah, who I'm else like, is reaching out to them except... You know, Coca-Cola fiends and people complaining about Coca-Cola. Well, hopefully the investigators on this case, I mean, hopefully they yeah. reached out to him. And well, 
You think? No, probably not. That's probably why it's unsolved. But yeah, probably not. No, I mean, even if they found out when that watch was manufactured, like I said, it's not going to help identify him, but it, would, it might narrow the timeline of who we're looking for. If there's a serial number, maybe it will be linked back to the person who owned the watch. Oh, there is numbers on the back of those watches because yeah, everyone that I saw online said that like this one is 0729 and this one's 0963 like they all had numbers on the back I am positive the police probably looked into that so they probably went down that road but yeah I'm sure so this is a super strange case are there any theories as to what happened like were the the people who owned the house for so long were they ever charged with anything or no nothing can I don't we can't figure so. anything out so you get off yeah I think identifying him is the first step to like figuring out what happened because they don't even have a cause of death. So it's like he may have crawled under there and died. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, unlikely, but it's possible, I guess, since yeah. it was open to the outside. If he was a homeless guy, maybe. I don't think he'd have a collectible watch, though, do you? I don't know. I don't know. That is I can't tell from, from Google Street View. I can't really tell what kind of neighborhood this is either. Like it's it's residential. There's houses and stuff. But it's like one house looks like totally nice. And then the next house looks like, oh, this is not a good neighborhood. Oh, really? I was kind of thinking they were like middle class. Yeah. I can't tell from like Google. And I'm obviously I'm not from Birmingham, Alabama, so I don't know. But literally when you're driving down the street on Google Earth, like some of the houses look totally fine and decent and taken care of and manicured. And then like two houses later, it looks abandoned and boarded up and like trash in the front yard and cars parked on the porch. Like, I, I can't figure out what this neighborhood is about. If you are from Birmingham, Alabama, or send us a DM and we'll give you the address and you can go check it out. You can tell yeah. us what it looks like. And I didn't do super a lot of research on the neighborhood because this was 20 years ago. And then also, we don't know how long his remains were under the house. It could have been even 20 years before that. So no matter what the neighborhood is in na condition it's in now, 40 years ago, it was probably a totally different neighborhood. Yeah, probably. So I didn't really go down that rabbit hole too much because that's kind of the impression that I got is that it's an older neighborhood that most of the houses were built in like the 40s and 50s and it seems like they might be going through like a like where people are buying the houses and redoing them because they're getting older yeah. and run down yeah so I f and then there's something like this house and a lot of other houses on the street were sold in what was called a multi-property sale so I don't know if that means like a developer bought like multiple lots and then they're gonna like demo them and build apartments or I don't know what that means, what a multi-property sale is. I don't either, but it sounds like multiple properties were sold at once. Well, of course, but I saw <laughs> that... I saw that this house was sold for like, you know, 1.8 million or something. And I was like, well, that seems extravagant. Even like from Southern California real estate, <laughs> like I was like, this is a pretty small house for 1.8. Yeah. And then it said this is was part of a multi-property sale. And the estimated value of that house is like 100,000. So I'm like, what? that means they bought like 18 houses. Like, I don't understand what's happening in this neighborhood. So if you guys know, let us know. Probably put in a strip mall. Yeah, it sounds like a developer bought a bunch of houses on a street and they're going to tear them down and build either a strip mall or an apartment complex or something. That'd be my thought. A big apartment complex too. I mean, you don't need 18 lots for that, but I think it's probably a strip mall. So if you live there, send us a DM. We'll give you the address. You can tell us what's going on. Yeah. Or if you live there and you knew somebody a long time ago that used to wear a vintage Coca-Cola watch, it may not have been vintage at the time. It may have just been a Coca-Cola watch. Especially if you haven't seen them or that watch in a while. If you saw them yeah. recently, probably not who we're looking for. Yeah, definitely not.
since these remains were found 19 years ago and then they were there <laughs> right? for at least nine years. So, yeah. Well, I'm not like good with math. So I just want to be clear about that. 19 I... plus nine is 28. 19 plus nine. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't seen somebody in 28 years and they used to wear a Coca-Cola watch, you should probably check on your friends, guys, because you might, this might be the dough that you might know. Oh, I see what you did there. You brought it back. That was really good. Back into the name. I love that. Do you not have a joke? I've been like stalling so you can tell your joke. I've been waiting for you to get to the end, but did you know that stealing someone's coffee is called a mugging? <laughs> I like that one. I know. I was, Crime was... and coffee. Hey. You had me on that one. I do know my audience. Yep. Good one. All right, guys. We love you. I love you, Grant. Oh, I love you too. Thanks for saying it. Okay. All right. I'll Bye talk later. to you later. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been a production of Orange Halo Media, LLC, hosted by Grant and Erica. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. To chat with us, go to From Crime to Crime on Instagram, From Crime to Crime on TikTok, From Crime the Number Two Crime on Twitter, or you can visit our website at FromCrime2Crime.com. See you next Wednesday.